brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a Midi clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Welcome to another episode of the Adultish Podcast. You can like, listen, comment, share, and subscribe to Adultish on most streaming platforms. You can also find Adultish on Twitter at Adultish, P-Z-O-D-C-A-S-T. everyone to a new episode of the adultish podcast it's your host Sophia, and i'm joined by none other than the one who started it all with me i'm here with the lovely miss chels say hello to the world chels as we welcome you back hi everyone i missed you all it's really great to be back i'm excited welcome back Welcome back. Welcome back. And it's a pleasure to have you. It's also great to be welcoming you as we are welcoming 2019. And what we're going to be doing is just getting like a quick summary of Light Chelsea's life because she's been gone for a while, guys. But she's been doing quite a few things of which we're going to discuss to discuss today. They're not disgusting. We're going to discuss them. So, Charles, what have you been up to? So the beginning of 2018 started with the birth of my son, Christopher, and um, I was pretty much at home with him as a full-time mom and life partner uh, until about the end of August, Mm. and um, then I started going to school part-time, finishing up my degree, and that had its sets of um, kind of... It sets of trials and tribulations. Right. Uh, so I definitely uh, kind of struggled getting into the flow with that, but ended the semester fairly strong. Um, okay. And so uh, we're starting the new semester again in uh, January of 2019. Ooh, Actually ooh. started yesterday, Friday, because nice. today is Sunday. Yeah. And um, it's good. It's exciting. I'm only taking one class. Uh-huh. Uh, just kind of lowered my my course load a little bit, 
uh, I was taking two, technically three, because one of the sciences came with a lab. Mm -hmm. But now I'm just taking a strictly um, a science course. Uh, just so I can kind of focus on it and excel like really well in that particular class. Just, um, so I'm excited about that. Uh, I'm also currently finishing up getting my real estate license because you got a hustle in New York. I think we touched on an episode uh, last year with that. And, um, can't knock the hustle hustle. and you need to have multiple hustles. You know, it's really important when you're here. And um, kind of just getting those those two things into gear, those three things. Uh, I will be also putting um, my son in daycare, mm. probably uh, starting at the beginning of February. Um, and I am so nervous. I am so scared. All my friends that have their kids in daycare, like they love it because they love how regimented it is mm-hmm. and how the kids get to socialize and play and they have everything's very scheduled. However, it's like when they get sick or when they come home with yep. like a rash, it's just the worst. Yeah. Because it's like, um, where do they get it from? Exactly. Everyone. And like the people that are changing them are touching 10 other kids as well. Yep. So, you know, it's just, and these things happen and germs are good, but um, I'd cry. <laughs> <laughs> I think like at the end of the day, I would just be so sad. Obviously I'd deal with it, but um, you know, I'm a little nervous uh, about, about sending him off to daycare just because he's always he's he's typically always with me unless I am uh, at school yeah. or uh, at work. I also work part time on the weekends. Um, yeah, mostly nights. Uh, so everything right now uh, is just about kind of staying scheduled, staying focused and setting goals very specifically and hitting them slowly. You know, There's, it's funny because I used to like look at a lot of celebrities and I'm like, damn. How do they pack all this stuff into their day? And I don't even do half of the stuff that they do. And I'm slowly seeing that, like, you know, it is about getting sleep, like going to bed early. I'm a night hawk. Mm -hmm. So I think the hardest adjustment was starting to go to bed, you know, 9, 30, 10 Mm -hmm. o'clock when I could. And then kind of like go down with the baby and then get up maybe around 4 in Mm. the morning, finish studying right before he'd get up. So I'd give him a bottle get him ready and then hit my day. So I think, um, I, I've noticed that when I go to bed earlier, I, I accomplish more in my day, but a part of me still like, you know, enjoys that nighttime feeling Mm -hmm. and wanting to, uh, decompress from my day and, you know, watch a couple shows, have a glass or two of wine. And then poof, you look at the clock, it's like one 30. And then I, you know, troll the internet lurking and murking and right now, my <laughs> obsession, and I'm not ashamed to admit it, is Takashi Six Nine and XXX Tentacion. Mm. May he rest in peace. Uh, he is also or was a fellow Aquarian. His birthday was January 23rd. Um, and the sad thing about his life, you know, he was uh, killed at a very young age. He was yeah. 20 years old. And I kind of got into their music and their story. And I guess I just kind of became somewhat obsessed with these two. Um, young rap stars because i'm just like i know nothing about new rap like i know nothing about this new kind of cloud rap sound rap like that's kind of laid back with a little 
uh, rock element into it. Right. So I, I anyway, I've been I've just been fascinated with these two individuals and I've been like on their Instagrams and looking at old posts and following their beefs. And I'm like, oh, my goodness, it's three o'clock in the morning. Like I started this at 1130 and I lose time on the Internet. So I'm working on doubling back, like doubling down, sorry, on my Internet trolling right. and kind of actually getting sleep so that I can be productive, be productive and keep the course uh, and hit my goals. So mm. that's where I'm at right now. It's nice. It's it's a it's a proper balance. I still have plenty of time in my day to do other things with the with the baby, um, which is great. You know, now that he's getting bigger and he's walking now and he's saying some words, uh, I am looking uh, into taking him to some free activities in the city, like at the uh, Children's Museum and um, other little like reading groups and different things that they have mm. at the library just to kind of, you know, get us out and about with other kids, maybe meet other moms that mm-hmm. know other programs and stuff. Uh <laughs> And we're gonna we're gonna start going to the park today. Actually, would have been a really great day to do that because it's just about fifty. Is it really? Yeah, it was about oh. forty forty seven when I hit the road at about ten. Mm. So now that the you know the sun is out, sun is out, and it's closer to one. I'm pretty sure it's it's a little warmer at all for the day. Yeah, I try to. You know what I've been tra- trying to do um, is get out every day, even if it's just for ten minutes, because. Mm-hmm. Something about fresh air, it's rejuvenating. It kind of gives you like a restart, mm-hmm. like when you can't sleep, but you can just restart. Just get like a nice puff of refresher. Yeah. Some gust of wind. In exactly. Your face. And as like a former smoker, it's like I used to always want to go outside, but I always used to have to feel like going outside was associated with like a smoke break. So mm-hmm. now when I actually go outside and just enjoy real fresh air <laughs> instead of like filling my lungs with smoke. Um, so can you take air breaks? Yes. So that's what I do. I just take air breaks. I mean, I, like at work. Oh, yeah. I can do whatever I want. Oh, okay. I just and I just do. Because, you know, like some people whatever like, I want. <laughs> are upset when people take smoke breaks. I know my sister used to be really upset about that when. Well, I mean, I guess I'm also kind of upset about that, but I really don't care that much. Um, just lie. Just say I'm going to go outside for a cigarette. Nobody yeah, knows. And people just step Nobody out knows. for like a 10 minute smoke break. And it's like, but how do you get smoke breaks? So like you get breaks during the day to go fill your lungs with smoke while I'm still in the office and I can only take my breaks during lunch. Yeah, I think that like sometimes, you know, we're some like we don't want to ask for what we want. Mm-hmm. So if I need a moment, like now as I'm a mom, if my mom is watching the baby or somebody's watching the baby and they call, I answer my phone in the middle mm-hmm. of the shift. I don't care how busy I am because I never know why that person is calling. It can be an emergency. And I and I always want to be reachable. But that's something that I've discussed with my employers so that they understand where I am. Mm-hmm. So if I need a moment, I go, oh, can you watch the bar? I got to go take this call real quick. And I just run and do what I need to do or I just go to the bathroom or I say I need to get some air. I'm hot. I'm cold. I need I need to clear my brain for five minutes. Right. And I just go do it. You know, I and I and I'm glad that that was like a change I was able to make because I always felt like I would have to take a smoke break to get that break, which mm-hmm. I think kind of continues. I mean, smoking is addictive mm-hmm. like, and that's just a fact. But I think it does kind of play on that when you're able to like take a break and not have to associate it with smoking anymore, like an air break, as you right. called it, because it's for you, you know, and you need you need to clear your head. And I think everyone's entitled to it. 
I wouldn't call it an air break. I'd just be like, I'm going to go smoke. No one like comes outside with you. <laughs> How do they know? She's like, um, please go downstairs and check and see who she's smoking. Cause I didn't see her leave with a pack of Newports. Exactly. Did you see a lighter in Chelsea's hand? Yeah, I didn't see <laughs> and and, I, and when she comes back, she never smells like smoke. Like, is she like spraying a special perfume <laughs> or Febreze? This air smell she's got. What's that fresh, like, you know, outside, outdoor scent? Do? I think for me, like, <laughs> that was my biggest thing about smoking is I actually hate the smell and how it carries with you. In your clothes, yeah. In your clothes, in your hair, in your mouth, like, yeah. you know? That first like couple breaths or conversations with somebody after they have a cigarette, it's just like all tobacco in your face. And I hate like that smell that they bring with them. They waft it inside. Yeah. It's odd though, because like I don't I don't like smoking. I've never smoked like cigarettes. Um and I don't I'm I'm not I don't really I'm not a fan of it. I don't really condone it too much, but there's a certain scent in it that I like I don't know if it's the type of cigarette, if it's like menthol, like I don't know what, but there's something in it that when I smell it, it's like, hmm. And then afterwards, it's like, ugh. I don't know what about There's like it. an appeal to it, but then there's also a disgust immediately yeah. after. I get it. Yeah. I feel the same way. Like even as a kid, I can remember that smell of cigarettes in the hallway of the private home that we grew up just because I think um our landlord he lived in the 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 house with us and um just to be clear in new york there are these things called private homes and then there's different apartments within Mm -hmm. them so it's not like an apartment building it's usually typically two stories with a basement and then some have two apartments uh one on either floor or some in my case was a four family so it had using her real estate um License knowledge. Yes, yes, yes. It's pre guys. pre real estate license knowledge. What I've well, acquired we're, we're so far, it. my nuggets. We're speaking it. We're speaking it. We're speaking it. <laughs> we're speaking. It's we're happening it right now. Yeah. Um. And so there's four families basically. So one, uh, two apartments on either floor. So there was a hallway area uh, that was tiled, and it would just absorb all the, the smells, the cooking, the everything. So it's like even if somebody had just smoked a cigarette, and and it was 20 minutes ago. You it was it was like they just smoked it and it mm-hmm. was linger in it would there. Linger, yeah. But somehow when I was a kid, I loved it. Like I don't know. So I don't know if I was like because of that influence at a young age, I was always kind of drawn to smoking. Mm-hmm. But then when I was in my teens, I didn't really like it. And then in my early teens, I should say, I started smoking at seventeen. Mm. Yeah, and then I quit when I had the baby. Well, no, not had when I found out I was pregnant. I actually quit immediately, and then. I wouldn't say that I haven't not had one on occasion. I have, but I'm slowly starting to like wean myself like off completely where I'm just like, I just don't want this. Like it's such a force of habit. It is. You know, it really, really, really is. It's a hard habit to break. It really is. And the thing is, it's like, and then once you've done it for so long, once you have one, you fall into the pattern of maybe sometimes having one and then another one, you know, like I don't buy them, but sometimes I'm like, Oh, after a shift, like, Oh, this is so nice. You know, it was so stressful. I can unwind. I can la la la, whatever. So, you know, I mean, it's a process, but I'm human. I'm still going through it and trying to figure it out. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain, Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. 
Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Figure it out. But it's a lovely, a lovely space to be in. Like, I also uh, celebrated a birthday. I was just about to say that. Uh, earlier this month. Mm-hmm. Uh, January. I'm an Aquarian along with a co-host over here, yeah. fellow Aquarian. Uh-huh. It's our season, y'all. Yeah, which I it means nothing to me because um, I was looking at this picture on Instagram where someone posted Aquarius season and it was three photos. It was this woman from a telenovela and it was like stares in Spanish. Then the next picture was like a person with a glass of champagne and a small dog in their hand. And then the next photo was a person struggling like, I guess I'll die now. And I was like, you know what? Sounds about right, at least for me. Like, that's what... Oh, that summed up their Aquarian season? That's, that's terrible. That summed up, like, <laughs> Aquarius season. So, you know, like, everybody's like, oh, my God, it's Scorpio season. It's Leo season. Like, all the Cat other... season. Like, I feel like yeah, Capricorn's like, all the other astrological it. signs are, like, super, like, press and hype when is their season. And I feel like I've never seen an Aquarian be like, it's Aquarius season. We out this bitch carrying our water. We water carriers. Yeah. We're bearers. Like, We're uh, bearers. I'm of like, water i'm like i've never seen an aquarium but funny enough we're an air sign yeah but that's probably why because we're so flighty <laughs> we don't realize like, who has fucking time to be this hype for a oh fucking my season gosh. we've got shit to do yeah like, no i think uh, I've, I've gotten a bit more like excited about my birthday season i, I like it also i think it's also because like our season is like peak winter mm-hmm that's another thing. Because if you figure like Aquarius season is literally like in the dead of January and like at the beginning of February, this is like, this is the dregs of winter. Oh, yeah. Because like and in December, it's like early, it's nice, it's pretty, pretty snow falling down. Like winter still looks nice. By January, it's like shit-tastic. So it's like Capricorns, they kind of get the end of December and like... I mean, you know, early January, well, like, it's just about getting really nasty and cold. And then Aquarius just get, like, fucking Martin Luther King Day. It was, like, three degrees. And it's it was the beginning true. of friggin' Aquarius true. season. We kicked it off with three-degree weather. The craziest part, too, about our season is it's right after the holidays. So most people yeah. are typically broke anyway they and can't do yes. anything. <laughs> we can't do So, shit. like, I usually do stuff with my family a lot of the times. Although, I think for my 35th, mm-hmm. I want to do a party. And I think, like, something kind of mild. Like, I was either thinking, like, a trip or... um. I don't know, but for my fortieth, I definitely want to party. Like I'm my definitely, 40th, I'm, I want to party something and hit on some young guys. Yes, I want to. I want to be. Yes, I'm yes. going to join in. Like I'm going to just sink and soak into my cougarism by forty, and I'm just going to be like 
hitting a bar with like pearls and a dress with a super high slit. Oh my God, I'm right and there with you. I'm going to be like looking at martinis. these. Martinis. Yes, martinis. And I'm going to be looking at these fresh out of college boys like come to oh. mother, darling. Are you going to become a super predator? Nah. Just lurk. for a day. Lurk. Yeah, I'll just lurk. I'll lurk. <laughs> you know, I'll throw some eyes. I'll bat some eyelashes. I uh, might buy a drink depending on how successful I am in my life by 40. But um, I'll probably just lurk because at the end of the day, like, I don't know what young people will be on by the time I hit 40. It's true. A lot of things are changing. It's very true. I mean, I'm all about feeling like a hot, sexy cougar. I mean, I'll probably be married and probably like have another child by then. Yes. But <laughs> and Chris is going to be like, you mean in your cougarness and Chris is going to be calling you, mom, can you come home? This baby's annoying me. And daddy said he has to go out. You need to come back home now. Yeah, it's like post-Christmas season. Um, post, like, nice December snow shit. Um, yeah. I, I mean, Aquarius season. It's here. But it's and here. we are bringing water or it's, snow or cold that, yeah. or I mean, frost. well, when you bring snow, you're still bringing water. It's just frozen water. Exactly, but different types. I'm talking yeah. about liquid, bringing liquid oh. water, frozen water. I'm out here peddling alkaline water. water. <laughs> alkaline water. It's so funny, too, because, like, most of the people that I meet that are Aquarians are super amazing. Like, I always love the personalities. Mm-hmm. They're very funny. I think they're like, very we lighthearted. Are a good batch of people. Yeah, they're very lighthearted. And um, the, sometimes, though, I think that there can be a, a, a lot of them. Um, we're very passionate. Like, we're very emotional yeah. in a lot of ways. And I think that that's a good thing and a bad thing. It is. Because if you don't find the right balance where it's like you're too sensitive and you're passionate, yeah. it, it just it's like you either love us or you hate us because some of them can be so like, like I have a, an ex friend and she was always cool, but I always felt like she always overreacted to like everything. Mm. And she was just very self-absorbed. And then I also think that as she got older, I made certain choices and she made certain choices Mm. and we're both Aquarians. Just as just so you have some base for the story, but I am a January Aquarian and she's a February Aquarian. Yeah, we're and different. They're different. They're very different. But she was just like, I think, uh, kind of upset at her choices that she'd made and yeah, we do resented do that. like me for sticking to my choice mm. because they were same. like we were both in the same situation. Okay. I made one choice. She made, she made the other. Exactly. And I go, but those are the consequences of your choices. Like you need to take responsibility for that. Yeah, it's not true. me, you know? So at the end of the day, like, I understand that you're upset. Like I'm a pretty reasonable person. And I think I also take ownership of my wrong, which a mm. lot of uh, people in general don't do, but she just was refusing to kind of see where her responsibility in this particular situation was. Mm. And it was really disheartening, you know, cause we've been friends for a really long time. Uh, and it was sad for the fallout to happen the way that it did. Right. But you know, sometimes I've realized that like people feel left behind Yes. In whatever capacity, even if like you're the person who they feel like you're you're in a, a different position. Yeah. They may not realize your struggles or what you're going through because mm-hmm. you don't sit down and say it or you don't show it, you know, but it's like, yeah, we made different choices. But like you now are only responsible for you. 
you know, your life kind of stays the same in the way that it is. And I made other ones, but it doesn't mean that like, I think I'm a better person for that, or I'm judging you for what you did. You have to be comfortable with the choices that you make. And it just made me sad that, um, we had to fall out the way that we did, but I was also kind of happy because I had a lot less drama in my life, a lot less like issues and a lot less negativity. And I think that people sometimes what, as we're getting older, we become a, a little more bitter and a little bit more resentful um, of life and others around us because of our choices. Mm-hmm. And um, I wish people sometimes would just have a lighter heart, you know, and not mm-hmm. take things on so seriously so and so personal because it's like, you know, you live and you die. And and to kind of bring it back to Tentacion, <laughs> may he sleep in peace, young king. Um, you know, I, 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 I feel like he had... Oh, no, he says it like this. Is it Tentacion or Tension? I have no clue. Because I heard him say like an XXX Tentacion, like a um, XXX is unknown. I heard him break this down because I was lurking, like I said. And then <laughs> he was like, XXX is like unknown in Latin and Tentacion is like temptation in um, Spanish. Mm. So it's like an unknown temptation. So what was That's your deal with him? Huh? What was your thing with him? You know, I just felt like, who is this kid? Like, why are people killing people over, like, money mm-hmm. and things like that? Mm-hmm. And it's like, you just murdered someone yeah. over $10,000. Like, that's what their life is worth. And then he also you. had, like, a lot of controversy around him, too. He had a lot of controversy around him, which is why I think I became slightly obsessed with him. Because I'm like, he's so young. He's so angry. Yeah. But he started to look like he was turning a new leaf where he was speaking on positivity and he was, you know, starting to just show that like he was transforming and okay. growing as a person. And I felt like it's And he was Aquarius too. Yeah, day mm. after me. But I think that like what I liked is that, you know, he was like, you know, I'm still a person. Like you guys forget I'm nineteen. I'm not nineteen. Like I'm still going through and dealing with my emotions. And I can't imagine what it's like growing up and like doing things in the limelight and having people like throwing themselves at you or throwing themselves at your girl. I'm not saying that like anger and aggression is what you're supposed to be doing and, mm-hmm. and throwing yourselves at people. I mean like uh, abusing people. Yeah. I'm not condoning that by any means necessary. But even I I was listening to like videos and conversations of um, his ex-girlfriend Geneva and she was saying, you know, that these things had happened and they were messed up situations where mm-hmm. the person may have been drunk or impaired, you know, in whatever way. And it doesn't excuse the fact that he did it, but he did apologize to her. And he was like, you know, moving forward, I don't want to do these things to you. I don't want to hurt you. And, and I'm sorry. And then I think that after he did his little stunt in jail stint or however you say it in jail, he came out, you know, trying to preach a new message. And and it's so sad to me when I see someone who's like, seemingly trying to change their life around curbing their anger doing the work learning how to cope and deal and then like to be taken so soon but i guess maybe that's the that's also part of it when you learn what you're supposed to learn god's like well you got it so come come be with me in heaven or not Mm -hmm. i mean it depends on how some people see it and i think that we have to also remember that a lot of these guys are super young and like still going through life like we can't just judge them based on one factor of the fact that you know that they are angry and a lot of them are angry and rightfully so like you grow up in broken homes or your dad isn't always there your mom isn't always there you feel abandoned like you know there's a major mental health issue i think that plagues the black minority um community in this country and 
you know, we were raised in these environments where you're not made to succeed, not made to thrive. And, not, and I'm not saying that, that it's okay to go around beating people right, because like of your environment. Any, uh, excuse for but, that But I think it's not an excuse at all, you know? But I do think that some people, it takes them a little longer to find themselves and to find that, that, that balance. And, oh, okay, I'm angry. Let me separate myself. Oh, okay, I need to go and walk away right now and recognizing it. And um, as a fellow Aquarian, I was using him as this example because I just feel like there is that side of us where we have this fire and this passion and it can be, you know, uh, shown in many different ways. And um, I was happy to see that he was turning that negative energy and, and um, hatred that I think he had really for himself and he started trying to turn it into something positive and trying to change his message a little bit. And um, I think when you have a platform like he does, it is important to show that kind of growth. So I guess maybe that's why I was kind of like, damn, I don't even know who this kid is. Now he's dead. Now I'm finding out about him. Now this is what happened in his life. Like, it's so crazy. And I guess I just can't believe that the person's dead. Like, it, it shocks me when, like, I hear about young crime you know right. and it's other young guys doing the same thing 19 year old like you're not you're what 17 18 19 years old it's three or four guys that are going to prison mm-hmm. over his yeah. death and i'm just like for the rest of your life potentially for like something that literally took you 30 seconds to make a decision to do now it's costing you the rest of your life well that's what i mean that's why i watch a lot of snapped and I don't know if that's an Aquarius thing oh, or not. I love it. But, love like the ID um, discovery type thing. I don't know if that's an Aquarius thing or not with snaps, but it's fascinating to me the fact that someone can basically put a price tag on their life. Because a lot of the time, for those of you who don't watch Snapped as much as I do, because I live for that every Sunday at 6 p.m. on Oxygen. Um, that's my little plug. Um, <laughs> and then after Snapped, I watch like whatever murder show that comes after, and then I watch Outlander at eight on Stars. Again, another plug from my favorite shows. Anyway, hold um, on. Interjection, interjection. Is Outlander good? It's so good. Yeah, I looked at it. Like I looked at the preview. The guy's hot. Okay, yes. next, next. Yes. Next. Sorry. Mm. Anyway, um, yeah, like when you watch Snapped and you realize, like a lot of the time, the 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 motivation for the murder or the crime is usually money and it just kills me pun intended that someone can literally say okay you know what i'm gonna pay you twenty five hundred dollars and this is like the cheapest actually no that's probably not the cheapest i've seen someone like say that they wanted to pay somebody for um to commit a crime yeah you know and it's just amazing to me how people value their lives in that respect. In As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at Chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's Chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Again, I just can't fathom the idea of having money as a motivation for me to not only take someone's life, but potentially be the reason I lose my life. Your freedom. Yeah. Well, here's my thing, too. It's like, I think that money is the incentive and the motivation. But then, like, I also think people don't think they're going to get caught. That's a, that's, you have true. to yeah, think I mean, you're not you going to get caught. think that you don't, you're not going to get Because you're going to be able to enjoy this money. I don't know. And that's why I don't know if it's an Aquarius thing or if it's a Fia thing. Like, I'm not going to ever think I'm not going to get caught. Because at the end of the day something is going to happen. Someone's going to slip up. And I mean, like, of course, there are people out there who have committed crimes and have gone to their grave without anyone knowing what had happened, i.e. like the Black Dahlia, which they're turning into a television show right now, I Am the Night or something like that. Um, But... Oh, they never figured it out? No. They never found out who killed her. They just found out who the Golden State Killer was. I mean, and that's what I'm saying. And it was like, what? 50 years, years later yeah. or something. So, I mean, there are those people out there who were super methodical and strategic about the not getting caught. Also, they committed murders and errors where eras where the technology to break those crimes didn't exist, right? Because DNA didn't exist, you know, DNA as as a form of finding out information about the killer or the you know anything like that any any of those clues they they didn't exist and they didn't have the tech for that and you find that some of these now cold cases people are going back now and saying okay well we did lift like a blood drop from the crime scene back in 1972 yeah, when we didn't have dna we didn't have you know so now we can take it to a lab blah blah, blah find out who it is and then like the person's like already like dead and how do they preserve the dna does it just stay there or do they have to preserve it they is have it like- to preserve it but again i think they have to also be it has to be placed in such a way or store it in such a way that it can preserve because after a while it starts to break down. Yeah, that's what I would think. All I know was just have bleach, y'all. Just <laughs> Even though have bleach, bleach. Bleach is good, but it doesn't always help. No, it always helps. Bleach and ammonia. No, not really. 
because sometimes yeah. they can um, do the the is it luminol and see like blood spots. You can see stuff. it, but then they don't know they can't identify it. True, that's what I'm saying. It doesn't like even but it's if not you just make a huge too, mess because things like hair follicles, like bleach, isn't going to kill that if they no, find no, no, it. No, 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 no. It's true, but I think it can destroy part of the DNA. If, if, but the thing is, with the hair follicles, it has to be attached to the root. It has to have a piece of your hair, like your right. skin. So, you know, just be bald, shave off your fingernails. You and, have to do a and lot. Your finger, and your, you can't have fingerprints, period. Yeah. You got to make sure that, like, I'm not saying go out there and commit murder, y'all, but I'm saying if you're thinking about just, you know, not really like committing to murder. And, like, you can't use gloves because you can leave your DNA inside of the latex gloves. So but then you have to burn, glove, you have to burn all you that. You got to burn all and that. And even if you burn all of that, you have to make sure you do it away from the crime scene because yeah. they can still find that. The of accelerants course. and other stuff, too. So That's why you also have to a own a funeral home. <laughs> yeah. So it's that you lot. can get rid of the, the get rid of everything, even the even the teeth. They can identify a body with the teeth. I'm just saying, or acid. Yeah, dental records. Funny, funny enough. Uh, can't have tattoos. Can't have tattoos. Nothing to identify who you are. Um, my parents, where they bought their property, the lot before it was developed uh, into a string of of homes, uh, they kept finding bodies. Oh my god! In in there, yeah. When they were digging it up, they were finding a bunch of bodies because it's like my parents uh, actually live across the street from uh, the projects. And um, I guess when people would commit murders, they would just go and dump the bodies in the lot right well. across the street. It's pretty convenient. I was just like, what? So I told my mom and I was freaking out. I was like, yo, you need to cleanse your house because we don't yeah, know what kind of spirits. Yeah, she needs to burn like, all kinds of sage and yeah. uh, spirit water. All yeah, up all up in there because we don't know what kind of like this and is like, people's final resting like, place. And these are slaves with animosity too, because if they were, if they died like in a moment of hatred and and like passion, like that's like a really restless and angry. Yeah. Spirit. Well, this I'm talking about is like just in the 80s and the 90s. Yeah, like we're not, not even an angry aspect yeah. from the 80s. Like yeah. Some crack related, drug related, yeah. some shit. That's that's an angry. Because aspirate. the funny thing about these areas, even Brownsville, East New York, prior to the 80s. The 70s and the 60s, those were good areas. Oh, yeah. They were like, these were all predominantly Irish, Italian, Jewish. Jewish. Yeah. You know, like I, I work in um this area called Windsor Terrace. And a lot of the older people that I meet there, they grew up on Tilden and 49th and went to yeah. Tilden High School. And they know about Brownsville and East. They know all these areas. I met a guy who used to live on Berryman, which is not too far from where I live right now. It's actually just a block or two away. And it was super odd because we were, uh, this is when I was still in college or leaving college and went to, um, is it Chelsea Piers maybe? I think, yeah, we went to the pier to go do some practice. We were there a little bit early before they even canceled practice and we were just like womp womp. So we were just hanging around and there was this guy, this older Jewish guy who was just like sitting down and blah blah blah. So he hears us talking and he's like, are you guys from Brooklyn? And me and my friend were like, yeah, we're from Brooklyn. He was like, what part? And she's like, oh, well, I'm from Flatlands. He's like, oh, that's cool. And I was like, yeah, I'm from East New York. He's like, we're in East New York. So I told him my street and he was like, I grew up right across the street from you. I was like, really? He's like, yeah. He was like, back in my day, like that was nothing but just lots. And the whole area was just like Jewish and Irish Italian. He's like, we used to take turns. Like the Jews used to hate the Irish and then the Irish people used to hate the Jews. Like we used to take turns hating each other the whole time. But like, it makes sense because when 
my uh, family bought this house, there were a lot of, I forgot what they're called, but the metal medallion that the that they hammer into the door oh, jam. Oh, good luck. Yeah, and stuff. There, yeah, there were a bunch of those, like, in our door jams. Mm-hmm. So those it are made, all in the apartments in Crown yeah, Heights. <laughs> so it, it made sense when he said that to me. That oh yeah like that whole area was nothing it was it, he was like when I say it, like that whole area was like really populated by like a lot of Jewish people uh, a lot of Irish Italian people like that's what it was and then um, once and according to him he was like once like the the late seventies early eighties came in there was like that wave of immigration like from the Caribbean exactly he was, like you know then you he was like you found like a lot of Haitian people started moving into this neighborhood and then the Jews and the Irish Italians started moving further east into like far Rockaway Long and Island. Cross Bay and all that other stuff like that. So, um, yeah, it was like, makes total sense now. Like why, you know, some of the things that are in the houses or how even some of the houses are built, you know, are kind of like the way that they are in our area. And then the craziest part about it, too, is like the reason why there were so many lots and abandoned things is people had properties and they would burn them, burn them. so that they could get the insurance, insurance money. Yeah. And then that's really what started the the, the rundown and the decline yeah. of these areas. And then obviously the crack as well and the murders. and stuff. It's crazy. nuts. But because my mom came here in the 80s and she was living uh, off of Saratoga Avenue on the three train and she was like. When she would take the train, she was like, nobody looked like her. She was like, I was one of the only brown people on the train. Yeah. You know, she was like, they weren't like it was predominantly mm-hmm. Jewish and uh, like you said, Irish and um, Italian. Yeah. And then they just started moving out. And yeah. then the lots just stayed the same. And now they redeveloped. Some 30, 40 years later, you find that all the lots on Livonia Avenue are now real estate property with like mixed commercial um, and residential and like retail properties now. And you find that when I'm coming home off of the AAC train, it's like I'm seeing a lot more Beckys getting on the train and staying on the train past like Ralph Avenue, past No Train, mm-hmm. past Utica past Broadway Junction and I'm like what are you doing here like they're coming and yeah they're 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 here they're not even coming they're here so I'm kind of just waiting for like a Starbucks and then a Trader Joe's and then a Whole Foods and then it'll be complete yeah good luck with that I'm just waiting for that that's that's like they opened up a Starbucks I think in um in the Georgetown shopping mall area they opened up a Starbucks on uh Flushing Avenue and what? Uh, like, what's that? Flushing and Fulton over there by, like, Bushwick. Yeah, but that area has been changed. I mean, I was surprised when I saw a Starbucks on Franklin Avenue. And oh, no, like, I over wasn't there. surprised. I was like, what? I, like, I was like, oh, but I wasn't too surprised because past Eastern Parkway, they've that whole area past Eastern Parkway is different. Is nothing but like little cafes and pubs and shops. It's now. gorgeous now. It's totally different. I mean, yeah. it's, it's an. So I, I wasn't. Fashion. I wasn't too too shocked. Like walking down Utica Avenue now um, was surprising a few months ago, but it made sense because everything across from Eastern Parkway has changed. So I've only expected that once you go across Eastern Parkway, you start going down Empire Boulevard and all that other stuff. Like everything over there is going to change. So I was pretty 
I was pretty aware of that. Mm-hmm. I just yeah, know that Rogers, Brownsville is going to be Rogers like the has last, changed. last thing that anyone's going to touch because it's like the elephant graveyard in the Lion King. Like no one goes. No, there. it's not true because actually there's like a billion dollar contract to like revamp Brownsville. And it started with um, the housing at Gateway. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, when I say Brownsville, I mean like Rockaway Avenue, Brownsville. I don't mean this area over here. Oh, okay. I still consider this like, even though it's like East New York, Brownsville, like they are making a, they're starting to make a clear distinction that this is like East New York slash Spring Creek, Spring Meadows, because that's what they're calling it now, Spring Meadows, and then you move into the Brownsville. So you mean further, like closer to my mom where she lives? Yeah, yeah I guess that way is kind of the. I get it. So like, I look at Brownsville as literally like between Saratoga and Junius. Like when you when you pass Junius, now you're starting getting to like. East New York ish, less Brownsville. Brownsville is literally that whole like all those projects. That's what anyone thinks of when they say Brownsville anyway. And it's it's slow. They're slowly infiltrating over there too. But like with those projects, I I it's gonna be hard. But you know, when people want the thing is like do things, here's my thing. Stuff. It's like what are you gonna do? Like where are you gonna put people? They don't care. I think they're gonna be putting them out of Brooklyn. Well, of course they don't care. Why would they? I mean, like you gotta go. You gotta go to the Bronx now if you want to keep living in free housing out in this. That's area. what they're gonna do. That's what they've already started doing. So it I think even so. I th- look at like, Long Island, uh, Long Island City with Amazon coming in. They're gonna push them out. So it doesn't matter. Yeah, I definitely because I was looking at that property. The the property across the street from my parents' house is absolutely. It's a gorgeous property because it has a green space in the middle, mm-hmm. and then it has. So the projects are actually like townhouse style. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, if NYCHA decided that they wanted to sell that property to a private contractor, they would have to displace everyone there, and they could really develop it very nicely and keep that same green space in the middle with, like, it has, like, playgrounds and all kinds. I mean, it's really, really, really nice. Um, and and the space is big. Like, you, they could make so much more money. Yeah. Like, but. NYCHA itself could make some And I think that that's actually, like, in the... Because my dad used to work for NYCHA as an electrician, and there was talks of them maybe possibly selling some of their properties to private contractors or oh, yeah. or leasing it or whatever. I'm and um, sure that's on the agenda. Because they're revamping it all. Because the thing is, like, if you change the space and you change the people, then the neighborhood automatically changes. Yeah. And right now, people are... Like, Manhattan is getting... People are having kids. They want to get out of Manhattan. It's too expensive. It's too crammed. Well, you it's know? too cramped because you have a lot of people coming into the city, too. You have a lot of transplants coming in, and there's a lot of congestion, which mm-hmm. I, as a person who commutes on public transportation on a daily, I'm sick of. It's it's really gross because there's just too many damn people trying to get on yeah, the train. Yeah, it's true because it's like I never it's really like cared. It's like overpopulated almost. I never cared to be... Um, Excuse me. I never like I used to work in the city and I was like, God, I can only work in the city. I can't work in Brooklyn. And now I've worked in Brooklyn for the past six years almost. And it's getting just as disgusting. Well, I like it. I hate the commute to the city. Like and when I have to get on the train to go to Manhattan, it is like the worst thing in the world to me. Like and I used to have to be I, I did a couple of things where I projects I was doing and I had to get up very early. So it's on the train at like 630 in the morning, 7 a.m. And it's super crowded. People are like sardines on the train. Everyone's miserable. They look like, why am I up? Why am I going here? Why am I not living my best life? And it's just Me like it's life. so depressing. Like you want. 
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. To see you want to feel depressed ride the 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 four train at like seven seven a.m in the morning mm. in the start of rush hour everybody it's like you are just like this like jam-packed yeah i feel that every day heading into the bronx and yeah it, it's disgusting that's why i say i don't even like i don't even like commuting in brooklyn because it gets really packed in brooklyn before I even get into the city and then when i get into the city it empties out at 42nd street and then from 42nd Street to 125th, it's not really bad. And then at 125th, it's like dead because it's Harlem. And <laughs> dude, no I'm not gonna even front though. I feel like there. the only place I can afford anymore is like the Bronx. <laughs> yeah, and that's me going into the Bronx. And when you get to 125th to either go into the Bronx or go further um, into Harlem, it's like it's pretty dead. It's pretty dead. But then you have like a lot of. Um, you know, unsavory people in with you in the morning. So that's that. And I, again, I don't know if that's just. I, I mean, I'm I'm like fuck it. I don't know if that's the Aquarius in me bringing mm-hmm. it back to Aquarius season. I don't know. I'm just like fuck it. It's here. It absolutely is here. Um, and I don't. Again, I don't know what to make of it. I feel like this is like a really good Aquarius season episode because I just feel like the season. Like I really don't know what to make of it. Like. <laughs> Um, and again, I'm ready. Are y'all ready? Because we about to take over. You know who's an Aquarian? It's crazy that you say we're about to take over, and our season is like in almost in the middle. Not yet. No, no, no. It just started on the twentieth. On the eighteenth. It starts on the twentieth. I don't understand. I never understood that. I've always seen it's like January eighteenth to like Feb- actually no, it's probably January twentieth to February eighteenth. I think that's what that is. But. Let's celebrate Aquarius season for a second, because here are, are some really famous Aquarius people. Cristiano Ronaldo, which I won't talk about because he's like a, he's nice, but he's like a total cheater, and I'm not fucking with it. Um, cheating on but, women or cheating in life? Cheating on women, like all his girlfriends are always cheating on them. And I actually knew somebody. I who, think like, he's knew gay. His girlfriend, and she was like, he was a big time cheater. He's a slut. He used to like cheat on her all the time. It was really nasty. Um, oh, she got she got STDs. Nah, but he used to like do his dirt. It was really bad. Um, I mean, he does have mad kids. And then Bob Marley is of an Aquarius. Michael Jordan. Man, these are people who, like, really don't love women too much. But Oprah Winfrey. Blam. She's an Aquarius. Yes. Um, didn't know. Ashton Kutcher. Christian Bale. Galileo, bitch. Uh, Virginia Woolf. Thomas Edison. FDR. Franklin Delano Roosevelt. 
Delano, uh, Charles Darwin, Charles Dickens. Um, and if I'm not mistaken, let me just double check before I say this one, because I love this person. And if you just want to make sure, uh, yep. Ellen DeGeneres. Of course she is. Bloop, bloop, bloop. <laughs> um, I still haven't tried that yet. I just, I saw that in the season of uh, Insecure and I'm just not even. With the bloop, bloop, blam, yeah. bloop, blam. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Ellen, she, she's also Aquarius. She's a January Aquarius. Yeah. So, so just to be clear, um, Aquarian season, uh, under the tropical zodiac, the sun is in Aquarius between about January 21st and about January 20th. While under the side reel zodiac, the sun is in Aquarius from approximately February 15th to March 15th. 14th depending fuck? on the leap year yeah there's that's like you know i'm fucking with it so i just know that i'm on the 14th of february so yeah and then like my yeah, homegirl february 18th like yeah my homegirl she's february 17th so like we're both february aquarians which i guess is like why I don't know. I guess like we vibe, but like she's like an optimistic February Aquarian and I'm like a pessimistic February Aquarian. Like I can have, I have It also depends on your moon, like what your moon was rising when you were born. Yeah, all of and that. The I don't year. even get into how, all of that. How, like are you guys born the same year? <laughs> same year. Oh, interesting. Hmm. Same year. She, her mom could have been also like having a really good pregnancy for her too. That's a big factor. Because my son is super chill. He's mm-hmm. not an Aquarian. He's a cap. But he's a January cap, which is very different than a December cap. I just say this shit, y'all. I don't really we like. Really actually, know. we're not it. like astrologists yeah. at all. <laughs> I just say just I say what I want. Up. But um, but he like he's so cool until you piss him off and mm-hmm. he he throws tantrums. Like right now, you take away his device or something that's not even his device, but a device he shouldn't be holding. He'll throw himself down on the ground and throw his head onto the floor, and like. He plops down and he throws his body and he's like, Aah! and I just look at him and I like either step over him or I walk away because I'm like, <laughs> I am not even entertaining that. And then he kind of like looks around to see if anyone's like going to pick him up, rolls himself over, and then goes dusts himself business. off. And he just like, he has to learn how to cope. Like just because you didn't get your way and you threw a tantrum doesn't mean I'm going to even look at you because I don't even know what that is. Like, I don't know where you learned this. I don't know who you saw doing it, but not on my watch. And so he does it. I just like, you know, when I see that he's about to kind of like, if it's he's falling off the carpet, I'll like kind of scoop in and then save him. But then I promptly put him down on a soft space and I move. I'm like, you're not going to do this with me. But he has this like weird tantrum thing that he does. I do not understand it. It's like really bizarre. But I love him. I mean, he's my firstborn, so. I'll deal. I, I deal with it, I guess. You do. <laughs> I'm actually looking at all of this Aquarius stuff. Sorry, guys. I know. I just like so totally just made this about us. Um, because it's, it's our season. season. And we should we should celebrate it, even though, you know. We even though she wasn't don't. trying to, I think I got her kind of feeling hyped right. about it. Yeah. It says our strengths are we're progressive, original, independent, and humanitarian, which makes sense. Because look at like Oprah and Ellen, right? Like they do a lot of that good shit. And like and Ronaldo and um, Galileo <laughs> and freaking Charles Darwin, like always thinking about humanity. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's you true. That's true. True. Uh, weaknesses: we run from emotional expression. I don't know all about that. Temperamental, uncompromising. We can be aloof. Aquarius likes fun with friends, helping others, fighting for causes, intellectual conversation. We're good listeners. Our dislikes are limitations, broken promises, being lonely, dull, or boring situations, and people who disagree with them. I don't know. 
I don't know if I agree with that flaw. I don't know what I agree with all those flaws though, because I is not that I I don't dislike everyone. Yeah, and I don't think that it. I don't like people who disagree with me. I respect people who disagree with me so long as you respect that I don't agree with you. Like, don't try agree to to disagree. Yeah, I'm very agree to disagree, and I'm like, I I get your viewpoint, and now here's my viewpoint. You can respect it or not, but here's what it is. Like, if you're trying to make me validate your viewpoint when I don't see things your way, then I dislike you. And people have done that where it's like, well, no, I disagree. And this is how it is. And I'm like, well, you can say that because that's your truth. And that's not my truth. And that's that. No, that's not my truth. It's the truth. Okay, so now you can take you and your truth and get the fuck up out my face because that's not what I do. No. And that's that's where I go. And maybe that's what they talk about emotional expression and me not expressing my emotions because I just go get out of my face. Like, I don't, you know, what? I'm going to turn around and walk away because if I express these, you know, emotions, they're going to be the angry emotions, not the happy ones. So I think that's that's that. Uh, Really quickly, Aquarius born are shy and quiet, but on the other hand, they can be eccentric and energetic. However, in both cases, they are deep thinkers, highly intellectual people who love helping others. They're able to see without prejudice. Very, very true on both sides. Absolutely true, which makes them people who can easily solve problems. This this is good shit right here. Although they can easily adapt to the energy that surrounds them, Aquarius born have a deep need to be sometime alone and away from everything in order to restore power. People born under the Aquarius sign look at the world as a place full of possibilities. We are an air sign and as such uses his mind at every opportunity. If there is no mental stimulation, they are bored and lack a motivation to achieve the best result. Wow. We can be timid, abrupt, and sometimes aggressive in nature, but it also gives visionary quality Capable of perceiving the future and they know exactly what they want to be doing five or ten years from now. I don't agree with that. Mm-mm. And we, uh, we are known as thinkers, progressive, and humanists. They feel good in a group or a community and they constantly strive to be surrounded by other people. The biggest problem is feeling that they are limited or constrained because of the desire for freedom and equality for all. They always strive to ensure the freedom of speech and movement. Uh, we have a born reputation for being cold and insensitive to others, but this is just their defense mechanism against premature intimacy. They need to learn to trust others and express their emotions in a healthy way. Damn. Some of that just hit me in the nethers because, like, it just kind of hit me in the chest. Because it's true. Like, I don't, I don't trust people very easily. Like, I like being around people. Other times I really don't like being around people. But then, like, I make sure that when I am around people, like, I'm always kind of analyzing who I'm around and trying to figure out, can I trust you and can I not trust you? But I don't know if that's really an Aquarius thing. It's just, like, a human being thing. It definitely is a human being thing. And the other sad thing, and I'm going to end it on this note, uh, with, like, a human being thing, is, like, we're the only mammal that goes against our instincts. So Very it's like true. we feel like an instinct. We feel a sense like you were saying, you know, you kind of you, you identify with that. And um, we we go against it. It's like, oh, this person makes me feel creepy. I'm going to try to be their friend. Yeah. No, it's like you can't quite understand why you're so resistant to this individual, but you keep throwing yourself with them or like trying to deal with them. Stop. Believe <laughs> yourself. 
don't go trust your do gut. not pass go trust your gut female intuition trust it believe it trust yourself because the more you start to trust yourself the more that voice grows within you and i think that that's how you become like a more stable individual because you believe in you you trust you yeah. you don't need to put that trust in other people keep it for yourself yeah that's that's pretty much how it should go aquarian season that's what we need to do <laughs> For real. Aquarius season 2019. These are our goals. We're trying to just trust your gut. Go with your gut. And so for any of my fellow Aquarians out there, please make sure to shout us out. Let us know that it's Aquarius season, that you're celebrating your Aquarius season by making sure to hit us up on the Twitsters, Adultish Podcast. That's Adultish P-Zero-D-C-A-S-T. You can also shout us out. Let us know, you know, that you are loving and living your best Aquarius 2019 season live at on the email at adultish at digidisnet.com. That's adultish D I G I D I S N E T dot com. Um, once again, want to thank. Oh, hold on, wait. I gotta, I gotta get some some sounds uh, for this. I want to thank Madam Chelsea for coming back uh, to uh, returning uh, to the birthplace of the Adultish Podcast. Aw, thank you. This was so fun. I, I needed this. And, you did. And I'm really glad to be here. Thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure. Can and you believe it? January 4th was our first episode. I can't believe it. Well, I'm just glad to be back and to do our thing again and, and keep keep it moving forward. Onward and upward. Thank you. Onward and upward, guys. Uh, make sure to drop your socials, Chels, so they can continue uh, to follow so you. So if you're interested, you guys can follow me on Instagram at Chels underscore 222. All right, and you can find me, Hostafia, on Twitter at La Jolie Poeta. That's L A J O L I E P O E T A. You can also follow me on Instagram at A L J A 0214. Like I said, be sure to listen, like, subscribe, share, and comment on the Adultish Podcast wherever we're streaming, which is on major streaming platforms, most major streaming platforms. And be sure to tune in to another new episode of the Adultish Podcast. We thank you all for listening. Have a great day. Have a great day. And enjoy the Aquarius season. Find your nearest quirky Aquarius. Take them out. Give them food. And then give them their space. Yes. That's how we do. That's how we do. Love y'all. Bye. Bye. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 